Okay, hey everybody. Hi, it's Mika's back with the life of an insurance lady. A lot has been going on. COVID-19 has done a doozy on me. I'm quite sure on a lot of you. But I wanted to pick up um, with some thoughts and theories. Well, I decided to finish my education. I have two more years to be a social theorist. And then I'll get my doctrine and have this little title in order for me to be able to use all this research Um, that I have collected over the years and put it into practical, you know, a practical disbursement for black people, I would say. I call it practical disbursement. But I came around and saw my, (laughs) um, I don't know what I wrote this for, but I wrote a, a document called Social Theory Dead or Alive. And it was, I guess, for me to get a scholarship or something like that. So I came up with it. I put together an abstract, the project, the method, assessments and measurements, um, understanding the human relationship between the effects of post-slavery on Black Americans in today's global society. Society. And so I am big on black people and studying black people as a whole. And I have studied us because I've studied myself since I was born and I'm 46. So you can imagine how long that's been. But the study of black people should be conducted by black people. I really don't see white people studying white people that much. And I study white people. I study Asian people. I study Latino people. I study African people. I study cultures because I find them all fascinating. I like all the cultures. It's not a culture that I can't say I haven't indulged in some of their traditions, whether it's food, dance, um, practices, um, ways of thinking. You know, I'm really into cultural things because it teaches you history when you into culture. You have a greater appreciation of what others might have been through so you don't play the card that people hate, which is why me and a lot of black people don't even have a card to play. It just keeps happening to us. It never stopped. So we don't have a chance to like really talk about history because it's happening every day for us. Some of it's old, some of it's new, but we don't have a way to say, that's what they used to do. We're still saying that's what they do, which is terrible that we psychologically have accepted that there will be no change for us, no matter how hard we try. So I am trying to change that paradigm and change that narrative by getting new ideas, critique with the old ones, crafting policies, creating programs, dealing with investigating why, dealing with what we're going to do, dealing with how we're going to do it, and also dealing with is it working? Because a lot of people got a lot of thoughts and ideas on how we as a people should be moving, but we as a people ain't talking with we as a people to get a greater understanding. They talk about inequality. Well, there's never been any any equality anyway, so forget that. They talk about race relations and we're minorities. 
I mean, we need to just be called black people in America. And until we are equally and justly indemnified, we are just black people here. We are no no titles, no names, no African-Americans, no minorities. All these titles they come up with just to say you're black in America. Just make it simple. It's not that hard. So I was just going through a lot of my... Um, information. And what made me want to be a social theorist was corporate social responsibility was something that corporate America came out with and decided they were going to be more responsible with the environment mainly. That's what it was really about. Then it was the affirmative action and all this good stuff and black people and all the stuff. But no one's been able to honestly take that definition of corporate social responsibility and incorporate it. Ding, 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 ding. I have. I've not only incorporated into our academic practices and educational practices, but our spiritual practice as well, because I know the I. And I don't really talk about that as much. Um, I'm going to start sharing more about the spiritual world in which black people in America reside in, because we're not Africans. Okay? Get that out your head. You're born bred it generationally in America. So you are an American. Yes, your ethnics and your DNA imprint comes from the motherland. But you are not them. And they is not you. And that is our biggest problem in America. I have firsthand knowledge of Africans. I have a son with an African. So I understand their culture. And also understand how different it is for them and us black Americans. So what I'm trying to do is study the adverse effects of slavery on black Americans, okay? Especially in Ohio, because Ohio was a free state during the slave era. So it was just really, really weird to be in Ohio and to be born from Ohio and to come back to Ohio after living in other states and see that it's more racism here than I've ever experienced anywhere else. So the fact that white Americans enact, create, and was engaged in slavery on black people causes an adverse mental and physical effect on the social and economic status of black communities across America. Once white America say, you know what, we did that, and we need to find a way to fix it, the first thing they're going to do is change the laws. Very first thing they're going to do to protect us from any harm harm come our way. Right now, there is none. Black people getting killed by cops, and cops ain't going to jail because the law has not changed. When the law changed, and to hurt us, like the Jewish people, like the uh, English as a second language group, like all the other groups, then people will start being like, you know what, I'm not doing that because I'm going to lose if I continue this behavior. For some reason, white people who are racist believe that they're justified in all that they do. Excuse me. Now, you know, racism is taught. So you have to wonder, who are they around? Who is telling them this stuff? You know, so my goal as a social theorist, theorist is to help people, especially the government and the private sector, assist the black community you know, helping them with what can we do to help this group? So my job in the next five years is to raise awareness 
for black people, to be a voice for black people, to assist black people in reaching financial uh, goals, reaching economic goals, maybe community goals, maybe self goals. Um, You know, black history cannot change, but we can write a better story. Uh, White Americans will not address the issue of slavery. Uh, They will not address the Willie Lynch and Jim Crow era, which really is still affecting black and white people in America. Because white people, you guys, were forced to do things they didn't want to do. And black people was forced to do things they didn't want to do. So it's a big chunk of people that's black and white in America that needs to take over and stop and eradicate all this stuff. Like, you know, I mean, during slavery, they corrupted the leaders. I mean, if you was a white person and you had land and you were like, you know what, I'm going to pay my slaves. I, I don't believe in that. They would burn your spot down, kill your wife, take your kids, kill them. We had lynch mobs killing all of us, not some of us. See, they paint the picture that blacks were just hurt by whites, but whites was hurt by whites first, then came us. So if that group would hurt each other for the sake of owning some humans and having those humans do labor, because that's what we were doing, a bunch of labor jobs, you know, cooking, cleaning, Growing, sewing, making, talking, reading, helping, labor, labor, labor. You have to wonder, why would they need our labor so bad, you know? Then you have to wonder, how can you, as a black person, get over this? Well, I'm not sure we can. One thing I know is that I'm going to keep doing my podcast now that I'm back in my social theorist mindset. And I hope you guys keep listening in because there's a lot to think about. Good evening, everyone.